Thank you for taking time to study with us today on Drawing Near. This podcast is designed to help us draw near to God through the study and application of His Word. If you have any questions or comments about today's study, or spiritual things in general, feel free to contact me through my email address in the description section of this podcast. Maybe it's undervalued. Maybe we just haven't stopped long enough to consider. But Mary's response to Elizabeth's blessing is not only beautiful, it is amazing that such a young lady could be so insightful and so eloquent. Today on Drawing Near, Mary, moved by the Holy Spirit, and this moment filled with awe, exalts the Lord. So please take your Bible and turn to Luke chapter 1 as we explore Mary's exaltation. As we prepare for today's study, let's pray together. And Father, it's difficult to comprehend what it had to be like for Mary and Elizabeth, both miraculously expecting babies, both sheltering in their wombs the one who would be the forerunner of the Messiah and the Messiah himself. Father, the power, your presence, it's hard to comprehend the moment. And yet, Father, here it is in Luke's gospel. And I pray, Father, that we would savor this moment, that we would take time to bathe ourselves in all of the wonder, in all of the joy, in all of the worship. Give us eyes to see and ears to hear as we study today, that we may believe and be strengthened. We ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. As we begin today's study, I want to read through this entire section. So in Luke chapter 1, verse 46, it says, And Mary said, My soul exalts the Lord, and my spirit has rejoiced in God my Savior. For he has had regard for the humble state of his bondslave. For behold, from this time on, all generations will count me blessed. For the Mighty One has done great things for me, and holy is his name. And his mercy is upon generation after generation toward those who fear him. He has done mighty deeds with his arm. He has scattered those who were proud in the thoughts of their heart. He has brought down rulers from their thrones, and has exalted those who are humble. He has filled the hungry with good things, and sent away the rich empty-handed. He has given help to Israel his servant, in remembrance of his mercy, as he spoke to our fathers, to Abraham and his descendants forever. As we work through these verses, pay special attention to the fact that Mary first exalts the Lord for what he's done in her heart and life, then she exalts the Lord for his mercy, and then his mighty deeds, and then his faithfulness to remember Israel. So in verse 46, it says, And Mary said, My soul exalts the Lord, and my spirit has rejoiced in God my Savior. The attitude of Mary's heart is exaltation. It's worship. She is glorifying the Lord. She literally is seeing the greatness of the Lord in her heart. Her spirit is rejoicing in God, her Savior. Why? Verse 48, For he has had regard for the humble state of his bondslave, because God has looked upon her humble state. That's how Mary describes her situation. She doesn't see herself as exalted. 
She doesn't see herself as something special. She is lowly and humble, and she is the bond slave of the Lord. That shares with us some of her background and her attitude toward God. She's not just a Jewish person going through the motions of being a Hebrew, a chosen of God. She is God's bond slave. And she says, For behold, look, from this time on, all generations will count me blessed. And that's important for us. We need to be thankful for Mary. We need to be thankful for God using her. We need to stand back and look with wonder at his use of a young girl in this humble situation. And we need to recognize that she is blessed by God just as Elizabeth had. And verse 49, For the Mighty One has done great things for me, and holy is his name. What a marvelous attitude or spirit from someone who was pregnant, out of wedlock, who had not known a man, and she was going to face questions from her parents, from other individuals, unless God did a miraculous work and made everyone to understand what was happening in Mary was from him. She was going to have some consternation. We're even told that her betrothed, Joseph, when he found out she was pregnant, was initially going to put her away privately before the angel Gabriel stopped him. And so she recognizes that God, the mighty one she calls him, has done great things for her, not just in her, but for her. She sees this as a blessing, and she says, and holy is his name. Then in verse 50, it says, and his mercy is upon generation after generation toward those who fear him. I believe what Mary is saying here is this, that she has feared the Lord and he has acted mercifully toward her and in his providence is now using her to bring the Messiah into the world. Then she continues by talking about the mighty deeds of the Lord. Verse 51, he has done mighty deeds with his arm. He has scattered those who are proud in the thoughts of their heart. He has brought down rulers from their thrones and has exalted those who are humble. He has filled the hungry with good things and sent away the rich empty-handed. God's strong arm, his mighty arm, has performed wondrous deeds, mighty deeds. And these deeds are, he is bringing down the proud, he is bringing down the powerful, he is bringing down the rich, while exalting the humble and the lowly. It's similar to the theme of the first few verses. Mary sees herself as lowly, humble, and exalted by the Lord, and she sees what God is doing in the world. We need to pause and understand. God rejects the proud of heart. Those individuals that we value, that we look up to, God lays low if they do not humbly trust in Christ. It is the lowly, the humble, the poor in spirit, the hungry, that God exalts, and those who oppress them and those who overlook them, God rejects. We need to be careful as Christians to have the same mind and heart as God does toward the lowly and the humble in the world. And then she says in verse 54, he has given help to his servant Israel. In remembrance of his mercy, as he spoke to our fathers, to Abraham and his descendants forever. 
What help is God giving to Israel? Well, he's sending the Messiah. After 400 years of silence from Malachi to Matthew, or from Malachi to John the Baptist, now God is moving, and he's sending the forerunner of the Lord Jesus. He has caused two women to conceive miraculously, and the offspring that they will produce will shake the world forever. This passage contains amazing insight, the kind of insight all of us need to have in our hearts as we see what it is to worship the Lord and to praise him and to magnify the Lord, exalt his name. God remembers his servants. God has mercy toward the lowly. God's mercy is upon generation after generation toward those who fear him. God is faithful to remember his promises. All of that is contained in this passage. What a wonderful passage. I strongly encourage you to take time to slowly read through this passage, read through Mary's words, and think about who God is and what God does according to his will, who he favors, who he rejects. Because this passage tells us what our mindset ought to be toward individuals on the earth. Father in heaven, we thank you for your word. We thank you for the way you inspire these kinds of moments of worship in individuals like Mary. We're going to see another one a little later from Zechariah. And Father, we pray that you would help us to have moments in our lives where it all comes together, when we are so overwhelmed by your spirit and your presence that we rejoice, reflecting biblically on all that you have done, and then embracing your work in our lives and in our day. Father, give us this kind of insight. Continue to move in our hearts and lives. It's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. Thank you for studying with us today. You can subscribe to these podcasts on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, TuneIn, or the Facebook page Drawing Near. Drawing Near is a ministry of FBC Tip City, provided with the hope that we will draw near to God and He will draw near to us.